Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please. Please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Like a band, like you go see, they they play on stage and and it's like they've got great chemistry, but then you hear like they don't even talk to each other. They hate each other. Yeah, they're not friends. That's what the podcast is. Is that what this is? This is is. bitter hatred. We are on now. And uh, wait, are we recording? We are recording. You guys are so like you guys are like my best friends. Thank you. you. So cool. Uh, Before I start, before I press the record button, I was talking about how uh, I tried to. I tried to. Jake and I fizzled. Jake and Abby fizzled uh, a conversation that we were having about Star Wars virtual reality experiences, and I asked them why the fizzle happened, and Jake was like, I didn't know we were recording. <laughs> Dude, we're only on when the light's on, so. So uh, that's, how, that's how they treat me around these parts. Yeah, we hate each other when we're podcast not. Podcast land. Recording, so. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you guys remember that episode of Seinfeld, real quick, uh, when, gosh, I'm trying to think of the setup, but basically George had a crush on like the waitress at their diner uh-huh. and like Kramer was dating a hostess at a different diner mm-hmm. and George was like, Hey, see if they know each other and find out if she <laughs> likes me. Yeah. Like they're a race of people. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like people yeah. that work in restaurants are like, they all talk. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a little bit of that with podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like when you tell someone that you have a podcast, oh, my buddy has one. Like you probably know him, kind of a thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, do you listen to that one? Do you know? Do you know that? Do you know Chris Hardwick? Like, right. I mean, I know who he is. <laughs> we right. don't talk. I, we gave him a button once. Yeah, I gave him a button. Yeah, uh, he knows who we are. We we, <laughs> we assume. Did. We yeah, hope. We did. Actually, Mitchell, our buddy Mitchell, gave him a button. He was happy about yeah. that. Thanks, He's Mitchell. like, hey. I gave him a yes, have some buttons. Like, he did more than I did. He probably looked at it and he was like, what the fuck is yes, have? He's like, what is this? It didn't I'm say a, podcast. I'm in a Ghostbuster premiere. What the fuck are you handing me? Chris right. Hardwick's a big Ghostbusters fan. Yeah. This, Dude, he yeah. did the entire uh, rap to, which was it? On Our Own. On Our Own, yeah. Like on TMZ when he was stopped just for like a, a quick hello and then he like went right into it. Well, because oh. like... This it's was, like I want to dislike him sometimes, but he's so likable. The uh, Months ago... Uh, Somebody from TMZ like was with Chris Hardwick, but the the cameraman was wearing a Ghostbusters two shirt. That's what prompted it. Okay, and Chris Hardwick was like, "Is that a Ghostbusters two shirt?" And he just started singing Bobby Brown. Hmm. So that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do yeah. if you're Chris Hardwick. Uh, cool. Yeah. So once again, my voice is like disappearing on me. 
uh, two seconds into the podcast. But hi, everybody. Hey. Uh, How's it okay. Going? Good evening. How many minutes has it been so far? Are we done? Uh, the light's still on. <laughs> okay. We're, we're still been, going. We're, we're still been, going. Well, we were talking about how it's like kind of a slow news week. Yeah. It is, yeah. Well, in our world. Mm-hmm. Not in the real world. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the world is ending, right? Yeah. What are the, you talking about? Uh, well, so... Uh, the threat of nuclear war? Yeah. Well, we probably should talk about it a little bit just in case like in the history books they go back and they find our podcast... And they said this was one of the last audio recordings ever released to the world. <laughs> They're going to hear about how I've been looking for my baby driver T-shirt all day and driving to different Walmarts to Targets for the perfect white, like, pocket T-shirt. Uh, because I don't even know what's going on with the world, uh, so maybe you should enlighten me. Oh, people want to listen to us for escapism. But I feel like my co-host should at least know. Uh, no, there's, um, I don't know, North Korea's doing their, their thing where they're, like, threatening to bomb the United States and, and Donald Trump's like, I fucking dare you. Mm. So, oh, cool. That's like a good, yeah. that's like a good attitude. Like, you know, that's a good response. Mm-hmm. It's a good um, attitude to have. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Okay. Uh, he was the one with all the controversy. What was that movie? Not a like, friend of the podcast. Not a friend of the podcast. Although, the uh, interview. We like through. high profile guests. So if Kim Jong-un wants to call in, maybe he wants we to can- come, if he wants to come on and, you know, talk about his problems, <laughs> we'll listen. Yeah. He, just take uh, a minute. Somebody tell work, us what he's stressed today about. Today I was with these Somebody's got to listen to him. There was these people, I was at work, and they were having a serious conversation about, like, the problems with North Korea and the United States and everything. And I chimed in. I was like, oh, actually, guys, um, there's a really good documentary that came out about 12, 13 years ago, and you really should watch it. It was super enlightening. It's called Team America, World <laughs> Police. <laughs> and it really kind of, like, highlighted the issues and the it and really dug in deep. really went behind the scenes yeah they yeah. really went um a lot of, people a lot of good information <laughs> right <laughs> so anyways yeah the world might blow up uh, but until then we'll just keep podcasting yeah yeah um, we're still here <clears throat> the funniest thing was somebody tweeted uh ryan johnson the yeah. director of uh, star wars episode eight mm-hmm. it was like basically like hey uh do you think we could maybe see the new Star Wars before the first wave of nukes hits? <laughs> Dude, right? And he was like, he responded on Twitter. And it just said, uh, uh, hover's finger over published to Vimeo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's uh, amazing. So he's that's, great. He's, I love his fan interactions. That's, that's the question I have for you guys. Like, would you take a nuke if you knew you could watch Star Wars tomorrow? <laughs> Dude, this is well, like well, hold on. One. But here's the question, though. But where's the nuke hitting? <laughs> like Des Moines, like Iowa. Okay, well, like uh, I need to know, like, can I hold Felicity Jones on the area? beach? Like, is that gonna hit me here in Georgia? Uh, I don't know. Let's hope it doesn't get. Do to we have me. listeners in Iowa? Let's... Right. Probably not. I'm not sure if they have what? computers there. Not anymore. Um, no. Here's the thing. All <laughs> kidding. You know what? We've offended North Korea. <laughs> We've offended in Iowa. Iowa. Uh, no. Sorry, here, Iowa. Here's the situation. I hope that we're all in the theater in December watching Star Wars Episode Eight, yeah. going, hey, remember the time we joked about not making it to December? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But uh, we, we posed the question on Yes, Have Some Group Therapy, like, hey, what is your stress? And thinking people were going to talk about Ghostbusters and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, like three or four people not? were like, uh, nuclear war. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I thought we at least had to bring it up, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's good. Dude, so acknowledge it's good. it. Right, no. It's good. Yeah, and we're topical. 
We talk about moments and things that happens. Yeah. I remember the day that uh, we voted. We talked about it on the podcast. It was yeah. very stressful for me. Yeah, we were talking about how there's no way Donald Trump could be president. Yeah, now, what, that wasn't now, happen. what is, like, when you say you voted, what is that? Jake, Well, as an American, <laughs> you have a privilege. Mm-hmm. Jake doesn't right. fucking care. Jake's like, I'll <laughs> vote. I'll vote Jake's for, like, off the grid. Jake's like, if they put which uh, Stephen King book make, gets a movie next, I'll go vote for that. <laughs> I'll vote for that shit. You telling me I got to go to a church? Oh. Fuck. Vote. Dude. I'll go. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, the world could blow up, and we'll if it happens during the recording, we'll we'll, we'll let you guys know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, we're going to be fine. I mean, it's one of those, like, all seriousness, it's one of those things, like, it would be really stupid for North Korea to, like, do anything, because then they would just cease to exist, because we would, like, Donald mm-hmm. Trump and people all the people yeah my favorite thing the was uh, spoken. a couple months ago john mccain referred to kim jong-un as that fat little kid oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. uh so wow. take that can as we, you will when you edit this episode can you please put weird owls christmas at ground zero behind this i will yeah sure thank you why not it's good why song. not that's it for sure um note to self Christmas at Ground Zero. No, we're, we're fine. We're not going to talk about sad stuff. We're going to talk about happy stuff like... Dragon Con. And... Ghostbusters. And... Hey. Star Wars. Yeah. Stephen do you, King. Do you guys know whose birthday is today? No. It's, a special, it's a special birthday today. Jake, enlighten us. Tell us. It is Robert Shaw's birthday today. Whoa. Oh, my God. How old would have, uh, Robert Shaw been today? Oh well, I don't. I don't know that. Okay. I just know it. <laughs> I'm gonna do a little fact checker. You're gonna make me do some math. Yeah, Deuce, you gotta do some, some check out math. Yes, right. have some math. Um, I hope Abby doesn't find one of those. Uh, what did the stars of Jaws look like now? I always love those. Uh, I, there was one for Clueless, and I got to Brittany Murphy's, and I was like, you know what? I can't. Um, so. <laughs> God, see the dark. Dude, I love her. You better stop. The dark tone of the world is like affecting me. It's creeping yeah. in. I don't want to be dark. I want to be happy. I want to yeah. be. Uh, okay. I just want to know how old Robert Shaw would be. What? what when was he born? Nineteen twenty-seven. Nineteen twenty-seven. So he'd be ninety. There, there it is, is, guys. Happy ninetieth birthday, Robert Shaw. Mm-hmm. We yep. know you're up there mm-hmm. or somewhere. We don't know anything, but you're you're doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're drinking a yeah. a cold. What was that beer called? Here's to swim in with loose-legged women. Bow-legged. Bow-legged. Damn it. God damn Wait, it. Wait, I like loose-legged. Cool. You know, like, loose. they, like the legs just fall off. <laughs> <Yeah>. and... <laughs> like uh, like uh, well, action, sharks in that water. Like action figures. Uh, oh, these legs are so loose. Certain ones, yes. It's hard to stand them up. So, uh, yeah. Farewell <laughs> and adieu. No, that's that sucks, man. Like Robert Shaw, great actor. Uh-huh. Jake, uh, I feel like. We talked about it. You got to bring Quint back. Mm-hmm. He's ninety. Yeah, you got to com- bring Quint. Yeah, he's coming oh, back for sure. Quint's coming back for Dragon Con. He's, he's coming back for Dragon Con. And right? I think Steven Spielberg might be coming back for Dragon Con. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh so. Stevie. Stevie's uh, gonna show up. Stevie Spielberg. God damn it. Cool. Uh, right, no, Steve. but not Jaws era. It's gonna be when he directed Lincoln. Oh. Uh, I'm just gonna be wearing like a nice got silk it. handkerchief around my <laughs> neck, <laughs> and uh, it's gonna be good. Oh, that sounds good. Um. One time I was at Best Buy. This was really funny. There was this dude. You ever see these people go to Best Buy or whatever and they buy like a lot of movies? Mm-hmm. Like they, this guy had like 10 movies uh, in his uh, in his hand, like Blu-rays. And he was going through and he was like, oh, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch this. And he was picking up movies. I swear to God, 
he grabbed Schindler's list and was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoa. Like, Wait, is this guy like a cinephile? Or, yeah. Or, well, oh, maybe he's a big Stephen King. Yeah, or uh, he's a Stephen Spielberg Steven fan. Spielberg? You know? yeah, maybe he's a big it. Hitler fan. That, you oh. never know. Um, he, yeah. Sometimes he's a good night, though. Either way, he's going to have yeah. a good time. Uh, okay, cool. So, uh, now that we've, um, where are we? 20 minutes. Okay, yeah, good. good. There we're we good. are. We're doing good. We're here doing we are. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Abigail. Yes. How are you? I'm good. What? So you mentioned uh, doing some shopping. Yeah, I've been shopping all day for Dragon Con stuff. So uh, uh, it's been stressful. That would be my stress. Uh, <laughs> been looking for white t-shirts, and I would been uh, trying to get uh, jewels to bedazzle my iPod for my baby driver costume. And in the process, I have an iPod and I actually put the jewels on it. But then there was a snafu. Yeah, I like I. I basically, like, I took some pictures. I was about to post them in my story on Instagram. Then well, I was like, wait a minute. What kind of iPod was it? It's like a like a bigger one. Like a two or three. It's like a third. I think it's like a third, third generation okay. iPod. Yeah. So I was like, just holding up the number three. The number three and I was like, two. <laughs> <laughs> it's iPod two. Uh, it's one of the big stuff. chunky ones. Yeah, it's thick. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Cla- they're called like, classics. Aren't yeah. Classic. So it's I went to third. Joanne's and I found some like cool little pink bling bedazzlers that are like specifically for phone cases and I matched the color to the best of my memory because first of all there's no image of like the pink iPod which is the one that he plays uh, the song Deborah on which is like from the diner scene with and it's just like what I just I want that one so I wanted to recreate it I thought it'd be really cool to have that in case there's other babies there other baby costumes I want to be distinct I want to be on point I want to have the really cool iPod so anyway I worked on this thing and I put the jewels um, like I stuck them on and I realized like it just looked weird and Craig tracked down um, an article basically that detailed all the different iPods that are in the movie and the one that is uh, bedazzled is a mini. So that's why it looked weird, and I'm glad I didn't post it, because it's inaccurate, and I don't do inaccurate shit, so we ordered a new mini, and it's on its way, so I just, I peeled all the uh, little jewels off of this iPod, and Craig did, I didn't do it, (laughs) guys, I'm lying, Craig did it for me, because he, I guess, you know, is very helpful. So now I have two iPods, which I guess is more accurate to the character. Yeah. But you I still walk, need sunglasses. We still walk around with 40 iPods, just weighed down. I'm going to take other people. Dude, I'm going to just, like, hijack cars and stuff. Um, so, yeah, we got Dragon Con coming up. You're doing a baby driver costume. Yeah. You're doing John Connor. Yeah, which I found some shoes for, which was, like, kind of difficult. And I'm stylizing the costume and, like, making it femme more so. Like, I'm not going to wear the jeans, like, long jeans. I'm wearing, like, shorts. Because I know now, myself. Now, is this like Ed Furlong, friend, uh, yes, enemy of the podcast? this is like. Not Christian Which Bale. I was just thinking about. I'm definitely going to be like tweeting him pictures. And like I talk about him. I talk shit about Edward Furlong on the podcast. So now I'm going to be like, hey, buddy, like, look at me. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Does he have so that's Twitter? weird. I, I haven't looked. I hope so. He's good. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to email him. I'm going to guess his email address. It's probably. Uh... John.Connor at the resistance. At easymoney.com. Yeah, at easymoney.com. I was in Terminator. <laughs> yes. I was famous once at <laughs> yahoo.com. At having a hard time now.com. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing so good. American History X. I feel like I'm going to brighten his day. Like, you're going to make a post about Wait, it. Wait, so you're going you're gonna to tweet at him and you're going to be like, hey, man, you know, just don't listen to the last episode. <laughs> Also, Chris Hardwick, uh, ignore the part earlier when yes. Abby's like, when I was you like, know, I, I don't... have a hard time liking him, but I do like him. No, but just ignore that part. Ignore that part. Because uh, we love cool. everyone. Cool, so you got that? Yeah. Uh, Jake, what you have you been that up going to, for me? You know, just like studying up 
on the effects of like nuclear fallout and just like prepare what i'm trying to say is that shin godzilla came out on dvd and i've just been watching that over and over you guys seen that you guys watch you should watch it because it's weird as fuck Mm -hmm. it's like the weirdest it's pretty good I, i saw it you know whenever they did the the american run whatever last year and uh it, it's it's super good. It's amazing, but it's like I, I've told a couple people who haven't seen any other Godzilla movies, like maybe don't watch this one first because it's just super different from any other Godzilla movie. And it also uh, one of the things that's really cool about it is instead of like so you know one part of like monster movies you always got the monsters, and then the other half is whatever your human characters are. Right. Uh-huh. This is like. The human characters in this movie are all just like the Japanese government. Okay. And it's, and it's, there's no, it's no other, there's no people like fleeing the city or it's not like a couple. It's the fucking government. Like the prime minister of Japan is a main character in this movie. And it's like, it's just them trying to, you know, I guess give an accurate portrayal of like, what the government would be going through and like the meetings they have to take. And I I read an article about how like it's kind of silly because they have to keep changing conference rooms because each rooms are like conference rooms are for specific kinds of meetings. And they're like, okay, we got to move to the other room now. (laughs) It's like, it's silly, but it's kind of actually like that. And it's like, okay. And it's just like a story of them being like, well, all right. They're like, they, they, there's like a part of the movie where they bring in some experts, right? And they're like, the experts are completely full of crap. And they're like, well, of course they are, because who's an expert on a giant monster that, <laughs> you know, there's never been anything like that before. Yeah. And there's there's this one great part in the movie where, you know, uh, one of the things different about the Godzilla in this movie is that he um, he kind of mutates. And, and when you see him the first time, he, he's, a, he's a completely different creature than what you think of when you think of Godzilla he's different he has no arms he's like pushing himself and they're like they're like oh you know we've been studying this creature and it's aquatic and and due to the size and the weight of this creature there's absolutely no way it could support its body weight it absolutely is impossible that this creature could come on to shore yeah and then they immediately like like they're they're saying that at a press conference, another character comes in, whispers something in his ear, and then they cut to Godzilla on shore. Dude, there's no <laughs> way you're getting Grant out of Montana. Yeah, like, exactly, <laughs> exactly, it's exactly like that. Right, and oh, it's just such a weird movie, but it's great. And it came it came out on on DVD here this past week. And now, are they? I've watched it a lot. It's good. Uh, cool, are they uh, continuing? With that series, still? they, um, you know, they had, uh, they came out, uh, I think it was last month. There was the big, there's a big Godzilla convention every year. Um, I want to go, but mm-hmm. the director was there and, or one of the directors, and they said that they are planning to make a second film. And this movie, if you've seen it, it definitely kind of, it leaves it open for, for a second film. But, um, Toho, which is the, the company that owns Godzilla, signed a contract with uh what is it universal or that's that's doing the what's yeah. legendary pictures that's yep. that's doing the godzilla over here and mm-hmm. it basically says like hey you guys can make godzilla movies we're going to continue to make godzilla movies too but they they kind of made a deal to not be putting them out at the same time okay mm-hmm. so um would you they say made the Jap- well sorry 
No, I was just going to say they made the Japanese film. They're working on Godzilla 2 here now. There's also they're going to do Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah. So the next the next uh, like the sequel to this movie, they're not really like planning on working on that until like 2020 or something. Okay, gotcha. So Jake, as a as a monster movie aficionado and a giant Godzilla fan, Mm -hmm. it seems to me like I enjoy, you know, I enjoy them, but I'm not like a diehard like you. So between everything going on with that and the American movies and all the toys, like and filming like in Georgia. Yeah, and being closer like is there ever been a better time like I feel like this is a resurgence. Like it hasn't been this good to be a Godzilla fan in a long time. No, you're right, man. And I remember when like uh, I remember before Pacific Rim came out, I was kind of thinking that I was like, oh, shit. Like I was like, we're getting a Godzilla movie here. And then Guillermo del Toro, who usually does great stuff, is putting out another giant monster movie. And I remember being like, please let this start a trend, you know, because like that's that's what Hollywood is now. If something comes out and it's good, we make a hundred of those movies. Yeah. Right. I was like, please, just like, please let this become a thing. Even if they're awful, I want to watch more movies with giant <laughs> monsters. In. And mm-hmm. it, and it, and the, and that's kind of happened. It's not like as crazy as maybe some of the, you know, like the, the superhero trend or anything. Right. But we just we just got Colossal. We talked about it last week. Yeah. That movie's amazing. I've I've bought that since our last conversation about it and rewatched it. Yeah. And it's great. And and we got Pacific Rim, and even though it's dumb, it was still really fun. We're getting a second one with uh, we got John Kong Boyega. with Dude, John Boyega. I need to we see got, Pacific Rim. Yeah, it's high we time. Got, there's there's lots of stuff that's happened. There's a lot of monster stuff. It's really fun, yeah. and uh, and you know, fun. it is it is. And this American the American Godzilla movie that came out a few years ago. Yeah, there's a couple problems with it. There might be some issues, but I I love it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. It it like. It, it was it was one of those things that that filled me with actual stress because of how bad the last American Godzilla movie is and how, you know, there hadn't been a Godzilla movie made in over 10 years. Like Japan, even in Japan, they, they take breaks in between. I've, t- I've talked about it before. They do like a series and then they take a big break. They got to change conference rooms. It, yeah, it, they got to change rooms. <laughs> got to rebuild new, cities. Elect a new prime minister. Yeah, it yeah. had been over 10 years. So, uh, right. But it's good, yeah. We it's there's a lot of good stuff coming out. Cool, dude. Uh, but <laughs> this is this is an awful segue. Okay. Like, okay. yeah, it is good for movies and everything. But something awful happened in the world of Godzilla this week. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Um, Haru Nakajima passed away, and he is the guy who. He played the original Godzilla, and he was he was the guy in the Godzilla suit for the first twelve movies. Gotcha. He's and the, um, the yeah, Robin he was Shelby of Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was eighty eight. He passed away this week, right. which is you know that sucks. Yeah, that sucks, man. You now you yeah. got to meet him before, right? I did. I got to meet him at um, Spooky Empire a couple of years ago, which is seems so crazy to me. Like all of a sudden, I saw that he'd started doing conventions over here and i just thought that was such a crazy like you know he's he's you know he was 88 when he died here you know so yeah he was in his 80s and i'm just like man he's an he's an older dude he you know he his last time playing godzilla was in 1972 yeah you know and like he's he's famous for it but like now he's doing conventions in america i just thought it was super crazy yeah and he was actually doing conventions with um, 
with another guy, um, Akira Takarada, and they they were both in the original Godzilla film. And Akira actually had a he had a cameo in the American film, but it, it got cut. Um, so that brings up that brings up a, a point, um, you know, about people doing conventions, especially people as you know, we talked about uh, Robert Shaw earlier. If, yeah. I wonder if he would have done the convention scene. Uh, uh, um, we talked last week about how Richard Dreyfuss is starting to do it more. Mm-hmm. Um, so that leads me to we talk about autographs and photo ops and stuff at Dragon Con coming up. Yeah. There's a lot of good people out there, right? Yeah. Yeah, but for sure. This year, somebody who's been pretty common on the convention scene, but, you know, might be on his last go around is Stanley. Stanley, right. Stanley's right. going to be a Dragon yeah. Con this year. And I've never met Stanley. I've never gotten an autograph or a photo, but I you might like, want to pull the trigger. I no, he. I mean, where's I think, the trigger? Joker? I think he's in good health. I don't want to pull the trigger. No, I don't do that. But I, I think. Oh, I see. Like what you the mean. flash on the camera. There you go. I, I feel like I, I want to meet Stanley because I would be bummed if I never got the like. He's obviously like, especially the last decade or so with the Marvel movies and him doing all the cameos, and like. There was that Guardians. Oh, dude, I was about to say that Inferno video. The Guardians Inferno disco video that came out. He yeah, was in that, like it's Stan Lee. Like I don't have an autograph, and I think that's something I'd want. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe maybe this year we is should look year. into that. Mm-hmm. Well, I I'd heard that he is like, um, you know, retiring from from conventions. Like right. this was kind of his last go. So yeah. Well, I mean, he's ninety five. His wife just passed away. Like yeah, this, right. it's like a final tour. So uh, maybe we'll do that. Um, and I got bummed out, you know, there was a thread on one of the DragonCon boards about uh, running into celebrities yeah. at mm-hmm. DragonCon. Uh-huh. Which I'm, I'm sure all of us have. Yeah, we've talked about we've it. We've talked about Michael Hogan. Talked about before, yeah. um, but everybody had stories about running into Richard Hatch. Oh, yeah. The original Starbucks. Yeah. Who was we on ran into him while he was filming something. Yeah. I remember um, he had a leather jacket on, and I was like, he's so cool. I know. He's just so cool. But he passed away last yeah, year. Yeah, that's, that's um, And he was kind of a fixture of DragonCon, so it's kind of a, you know, that stuff's always weird. It's a bummer, it's yeah. A, it's a total bummer when yeah. you think about that stuff. So this is what we're saying. If you got somebody you want to meet, and they're doing a convention, go do it. Mm-hmm. Because act now, <laughs> life is short. Suck the marrow, all that stuff. I like that. Yeah, carpe diem. There you go. I like this. We started off kind of at a bummer, and now we're spend all your money. Spend all your money. <laughs> that next generation group photo that yeah. we're all debating whether or not we're gonna do. Guys, you want to do it? You think we should do it? And also, anytime you get an autograph from a celebrity, and they say, "Do you want me to inscribe it?" Have them write, "I'm giving you my autograph because people die." <laughs> <That's it. laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. That's what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So. I saw Linda Blair's coming to a convention. Someone posted <laughs> that in group therapy somewhere nearby, like Kentucky or somewhere. Jake, how does that make you feel? Yeah. Dude, let's go. I want to go. I want to confront Linda Blair and be like, hey, this is what you did to me and you need to pay for it. Yeah. And sign this fucking statue. Yeah. What if she did? She's like, sure. <laughs> you should get a tattoo. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, okay. She was just having a. She was one of her, it was one of her days, I guess. Yeah, she was just having one of those days. Yeah, she was just hungry. She, she didn't want to. She didn't want to wake up that day. Uh, uh-uh, oh, no way. Everything was <laughs> Everybody sucked. Uh, cool. So, uh, before we move on to user stress, because we did talk about uh, on yes, have some group therapy uh-huh. that we wanted to. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Give our 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 faithful listeners a chance to uh, 
Ex- Open up the pod couch, which is not exclusive to us. I thought that maybe that was my own term. But pod couch? Yeah, it's taken. Oh, man. Some people have taken it. All it wasn't right. just mine. But there's still space. Um, let's talk about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mentioned it earlier. Star Wars Episode Eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe sooner than we think. I saw some pictures. Uh, Entertainment Weekly has a new uh, issue coming out. Uh, kind of a pre- their, their big preview issue for The Last Jedi. And they released uh, a bunch of teaser images online. Did you guys see this stuff? I did. I sure yeah. did. Um, what do we think? Anything stand uh, out? Yeah, I mean, I like it's. I, it's a little weird to me that there's they're releasing so many like, um, as far as those creatures go, like yeah. there's so many new cute looking creatures. That's Ooh, kind of odd, yeah. but I like it. Yes. It's like it's. I, I saw. I saw. Uh, in one of the things they were talking about, like we don't know how the people who, you know, responded badly to the Ewoks are gonna respond. And I'm like, I don't care, because I don't know what that little weird thing is with Chewbacca, but I want one. Oh, that thing is so cute. It looks like a character from Saga, like with the big button eyes and all that. Oh, it's cute yeah. as fuck. What do you guys? Why yeah. does Why does Luke look so cool? I mean, he, he just looks so cool. Dude, Luke looks like he's in the Hateful Eight. I know. Dude, Luke looks like like he he just looks awesome, and I think that I think so. Before we talk about any of these pictures in detail, one thing I want to say is this: Oh, porgs! That's what I like. The porgs. I want a porg pog, porg pogs. Pog porg. Yes. Um, Oh, I also talked to Abby about putting out yes, have some pogs. Yes, I think that'd be good. Yeah, um, I don't think anyone distributes them anymore. I, I searched. Yeah, what do that. you get a pog made? I think we have to make our own. You get a milk cap. You don't. Know, you know the story? I know a bunch the of story. kids in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting around school, playing with their yeah, milk caps. They're very bored. Uh, um, so one thing that so you know when you're anticipating a new Star Wars movie, it's always like, well, what's everybody going to look like, and what what are the costumes going to be like, and what are the new characters, what is the setting, and I'm a little bit taken aback because it's like you look at Poe and you look at Finn and you look at Ray and you're like, oh, they look the same. Yeah, it's it's the same stuff. Well, yeah. And Adam Driver, like, oh, he's not like. Remember after Force Awakens, it's like, dude, he's- dude. I was predicting he was gonna shave his head and like go full militant and like have to go through some sort of like a maybe get a scar and like get gross and he's ugly. Got a yeah, face. Go he's got a scar. Yeah. yeah, physically to show the internal. He change. got that scar, but it just he's made him look better. I think he's so, he, ooh, I think he, he looks, looks better. More, he just I looks like sexier. it. Oh, I agree. I like his uh, little ship. Isn't that specific to him? That one image. It's like the fighter a, ship. Yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. looks pretty cool. So. I think though, Jake, I agree with you. Luke looks amazing. I think I'm the what I'm most excited about is to learn about Luke his state of mind, mm-hmm. what he's been yeah. doing up there. What does he Same. think of Ray showing up? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we all, I mean, they're kind I of, I don't think they're getting, they're not getting along like right off the bat. There's going to no. be a no, lot of tension. He's, he's going to be, it's going to be like angry old man. Like, yeah. Hey, oh. I'm here because I want to get away from this bullshit. Leave the me The begrudging alone. mentor. I love yeah. it. Of course. Uh, I, I might've brought this up before, but I'm just picturing into it. Uh, uh, you know, Doc Brown slamming the door. Good night, future boy. Like, you know, like right? I, I'm expecting Ray to show up. Be like, guess what? I totally want to be a Jedi. Yeah. I hope. Like, I hope it start. So I hope this movie starts exactly where the other one left off, and she's like, you know, trying to hand him the lightsaber. Yeah. And I hope when he when he takes his hood off, 
he just goes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, no. I hope, uh, uh, I hope, uh, she goes a hand on a lightsaber and he looks at her and he goes, did you bring my hand too? Uh, <laughs> there was a hand attached to that. If, if you don't have a hand, then, then, then you don't have that. I don't know. Well, I thought there was going to be thought, part oh, of the yeah. deal. Oh, it's just like a Paul Feig uh, dialogue. Oh, and she's uh, like, I only had one split wonton. Uh, there you go. Um, every you can't you let can't. it go. I don't even know if that's an accurate quote. I feel like it's I'm misquoting it. It's probably um, not. It just feels good to not be talking about. It feels so good. Uh, but yeah, I completely agree. I like the begrudging mentor. I think there it are, reminds me of like Arya's storyline a little bit on Game of Thrones yeah. with like a training process and like that kind of stuff. And looks like she'll go through some hardship. And I like it. She looks the, tough. The interviews that are starting to come out are, you know, they're basically saying like Luke's he's kind of grumpy. He's not going to be, and you see it in that first trailer when he says. Uh, you know, it's time for the Jedi to end. But, you know, Ray's persistent, and she went through this whole journey already to find him. Like, she's... And she's strong. She's like, strong. as fuck, so... She, and I can't wait to hear her British accent just being like... I bypassed the compressor. Well, not just that, but... Not that. Um, the, uh... Well, she might say that. I hope so. But she might... I think it's gonna be more like, uh... You know, I don't know, just kind of bitching him out. Like, hey. Yeah. Yeah, like... Time to grow up, Luke. Time to grow up, Luke. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big man on an island, <laughs> right? Like, what are you doing, kind of thing? So that leads me to talk about this other image. What is being? They, they're not named. Uh, the caretakers of Octu, uh, the alien nuns that are the keepers of the Jedi Temple. Uh-huh. Right. I like it. I like. Yeah, them. they I look mean, like. Um, they kind of look like a. A mix between like a frog and a like rhinoceros without a horn. Mm -hmm. Right. These are not the original designs for Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles. These are something else. Oh, man. I like it. I like them. I think they're, I I hope that like they kind of don't like Luke. Like, that's what it says. Like, what's it say? Well, because, yeah, I thought it said somewhere on this that they they aren't going to be accepting to. It does. It says like they don't. Re- I, I saw that too. I, okay. don't, I don't remember where it's at, but it does say something like they. It's almost as if like kind of annoyed he's there or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, I bet if they're caretakers and it looks like a gorgeous, peaceful planet island type place, they probably don't want disturbances. And obviously, where he comes from, there's a lot of trouble. And if Ray's showing up and like asking to be trained so that she can like bring an end to the yeah. galactic like <laughs> battle and war, which is Star Wars, they're probably like, hey, keep that shit off our planet. <laughs> We're nuns. Yeah, you know? we're nuns. Look at us. We're trying to take care of this Jedi temple. We yeah. don't want to be in your drama, uh, your brother, your family drama. Something Because like that's that. what Star Wars is. It's family drama. It's all about family. That is. That is all. Um, Dude, I'm pumped for it. That looks good. But yeah, and everything else, you know, the new characters look good. We didn't get a new shot of Laura Dern, but we do have uh, uh, these temple guards. Well, I guess they're not called temple guards, but the 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 red like samurai looking mm-hmm. they're called the praetorian guards uh-huh. uh, which are snoke's protectors cool they look really cool man i like it i like their look a lot so let me ask you guys this the bad guys always look so cool oh, they got it yeah. let me ask you guys this uh, i was reading an article with ryan johnson and, and you know there's these questions right about the mythology the two big ones that you hear a lot are who are raised parents Mm-hmm. and what is Snoke's background. Yeah. And somebody was talking about how, like, in the original trilogy, you had the Emperor, but you didn't know who he was. You didn't know where he came from. You just knew he was Darth Vader's boss mm-hmm. and that he was scary as shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You accepted that. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think there's a worry amongst like there's two sides of, of the story, especially with Snoke. Like, do we really need a full drawn out backstory of Snoke mm. to be to feel like happy. a villain is more menacing the less you no. know kind of a deal? Well, let's talk no, about because it. modern storytelling is like all about going back into the exactly. Psyche. And That's all it is. That's all it is, Abby. Like we, you, you, yeah, you're right. It, we didn't have all that. I, I read the same thing, Craig, and we didn't have any of that backstory. And you know, they they make a point to say you didn't know any of that shit about the Emperor until the prequels happened, right. and that's because that story is about that. And mm-hmm. we 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 live in a world where everybody wants a prequel now. Like everybody wants. There's a fucking Leatherface movie about to come out where he's a kid, you know, like just a little child. Yeah, like (laughs) just a child. That's that's the world. Like that's the that's the movie like world that we live in now. Everything's got to have a prequel. Everyone has to know why they're bad or anything. And I I don't think we need it. I think like the only the only reason we would need something like that is if it turns out Snoke is not Snoke. You know, if he's somebody you know we know or something, which I don't think. He is, and I don't think he needs to be. He can just be Snoke, and he could just be a bad dude who's running yeah. shit. That's it. We don't we don't need anything. He's not important. What's important is fucking Kylo and Ray and you know Luke and what's going to happen. Like he's he's run. He's just the bad guy. He yeah. doesn't need, and he's not even like the bad guy. So yeah, right. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. When it comes to Snoke, I could not agree more. I think with Ray's parents or her lineage, I think that's a, I think that will play, or that will be a more important chunk of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this is all about family, mm-hmm. and this is. A, I don't think it's about Snoke's family. Necessarily. It's not about Snoke's no, family. That's not, uh, no, but it is about a girl who became very uh, aware of her force abilities and her lightsaber abilities and all, all of that very quickly. Yes. It was like, it was... The, some would say too quickly. Some would say too yeah. quickly, but it, whatever it was, was... I thought it was perfect. ...was lying dormant mm-hmm. within her. Mm-hmm. And we know that you can't... You don't possess the ability to do those things unless you have Jedi lineage. Yes. So finding out... Like, when Star Wars came out, knowing who Luke's dad was wasn't that important until we found out who his dad was. And then it was like, oh, that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So I think as we move forward, I think Snoke will be a little bit more of a mystery. I do expect the reveal of Ray's lineage to happen in Episode Eight. Yeah. I don't think... Gonna- I wonder if it's going to be... I wonder if they're going to do the same thing they did with Luke. And they're going to hold it for, like, the last Oh, yeah. Like, it will be, you know. Right before Luke dies. Oh, you shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. Now I can't. It's going to be, It's going to be. They're going to team up after all the training and all the begrudging, like, fighting and tension. Then they're going to have to team up and do something. Then he's going to die at the very end. And then, like. No, you know what it, you know what they're going to do? Luke is gonna Luke is gonna have the exact same line that Darth Vader had, and it's gonna be the end of the movie, and the music's gonna be swelling up, <gasps> and fucking Ray is gonna Ray is gonna say something, and then Luke's gonna say, "No, I am your father." 
I can see that. That's what's gonna happen. To get a towel. Yeah. Okay. I buy into that. I think. I think that's as good. I like your version where he survives. I still think, and this doesn't come from reading anything. I know there's spoilers out there. I think. The more interesting thing is that she has direct lineage to Anakin, either being a clone of Anakin Skywalker, Ray being a clone of Anakin Skywalker, mm-hmm. or she was the second, like, immaculate birth in the Star Wars universe. Like, right. she, like, well, because, yeah, because Anakin, they don't really ever explain, like, his, he, his mom lineage, gets pregnant, right. but they don't, they kind of allude yeah. to some of that stuff with, like, okay. the the midi-chlorians and right. Darth Plagueis. Plague, what is it? Plagueis? Plagueis. Plagueis. Mm-hmm. Got but it. I, go ahead. Just imagine how enraged Kylo Ren will feel. The guy who worships Darth Vader and strives to be him more than anything. Mm-hmm. If he finds out that this girl who keeps one-upping him basically is, is him. Is the living embodiment of Darth Vader. Right. Oh. I, I've I've read that theory and it was a it was a very like involved informed in theory and it had it had a lot of points and it had a, like a lot of reasons why it would work and how it could affect the story and it sounds amazing and I would I would be up for that yeah because I feel but like that would ooh, go I no don't go. think they're gonna do that I no, just no. don't think they're gonna do that because it 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 is cool but it almost seems too out there. Right, and I feel yeah. like a lot of I feel like a lot of people would be like, "What a clone! It's yeah. it's a girl, but it's Darth Vader." I don't think people would take to it as well. Yeah, I just and, saw that leading yeah, up to ahead. a moment where like uh, Kylo Ren is doing battle with her and about to kill her, but then realizes that she's a Darth Vader clone, and then it's kind of like the Martha realization moment where it's like, "I'm going to save you" because you're like actually one of my favorite people. <laughs> yeah. So, but Darth, so that's kind of lame. But yeah, about Darth Martha? I like your theory though. Martha Vader. Darth, Martha Vader. Darth, uh, Darth Martha. No, Darth Martha. I want to be Darth Martha. What? Darth, Darth Martha. Martha. Darth Martha. Uh, well, we have an Ooh. episode title. Yes, and I have a costume because you guys both like have another costume and I didn't have one, so that's so. Fine. I think when you're laying, I love so. Uh, listen to the crossroad. Chris Stewart talks about how he hates speculation. I love, love it speculation yeah. so when you're breaking down all the possibilities all the obvious possibilities of who Ray's parents could be Luke is an obvious one the the clone of Darth Vader theory is one of them Obi-Wan is kind of the other one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe Obi-Wan ha- like I don't know it doesn't the timeline doesn't work out for Obi-Wan to be her father but possibly grandfather yeah. But I don't know of any other possibilities that would be satisfying. If they reveal, like, oh, it was just some other Jedi that you don't know, like, that'd be fine, but it wouldn't be, like... Not nearly as impactful. You're not going to pull and introduce a new character that we're supposed to suddenly care about. The impact's lost unless you know them the whole time. Like Eric, like uh, Darth Vader being introduced as Luke Skywalker's father because, like, that's somebody that you're like, oh, he's evil as fuck. I had no idea. I didn't see that coming. But you know the character, so it hits you harder when you find it out. J.J. Abrams said that once everybody finds out, everyone's going to, like, hit themselves on the head go, why the hell didn't I figure that out mm. when I watched Force Awakens? But I, I can't, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, 
Dude, the stress is going to be so real building to that and not getting spoiled. <sighs> when that shit's out, like, when people are seeing it and reviewing it in that, December. Honestly, yeah. that will be... Like, oh, I'm wearing headphones. I'm going to be Baby Driver that whole month, <laughs> not listening to anybody. <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually surprised that we. I was not spoiled on anything in The Force Awakens going into it, and I'm surprised. Yeah, yeah um, I mean... Away. Same. I th- I also like that was right around. Uh, I I think right around when all that stuff started to happen and spoilers started to happen. I left Facebook, which I think was right. Probably helped me not you know have anything spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. Dude, we should. This is what we should do on our yes have some Facebook page like two weeks before Last Jedi comes up. Earmuffs. Well, that we should put up a sign that said uh, closed for. Uh, like we'll put up a picture of the Death Star with a sign that hangs up that says like closed for remodeling. Right. And uh, we'll just <laughs> right. stay away because nobody wants that'll yeah, be that we, would be terrible. Uh, yeah, go underground. Watch We're going all, underground. Yeah. Marathon all the movies and you know, prepare. Gotta mm-hmm. prepare. Gotta. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll be talking about Last Jedi a ton over the next mm-hmm. couple months. But those pictures just got it got my uh my, my juices flowing. It got my juices flowing. Gears I, going. My thoughts were all over the place. Uh your legs loose. Uh and I'm really excited like the one thing that yeah, our legs are loose. Like Quint. <laughs> good. Uh the one thing that I get really <laughs> excited about is that like much more than in Rogue One, like I fell in love with all the characters in Force Awakens. Like I love Finn, I love mm-hmm. Ray, I love Poe Dameron, mm-hmm. I love BB-8, I love seeing Carrie Fisher, and I love seeing Mark Hamill. So I love them loving each other. Like they're just such good. Their it, chemistry is so good. It's on so good, and I love that movie so much that I'm just excited that we're only a couple months away from getting to hang out with those characters again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm and some cute new ones too. Cute new ones. I'm mm-hmm. scared for them. I'm fearful. I don't want to lose anybody. We already lost Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Still not dealing with There's it. There's going to be a heavy hit on this one, I think. Yeah. This is going to be the dark one. Yeah. Have you guys heard right? the theory that have, there's a theory the going on? red. Uh-huh. God, who was They're all wearing red hoods. Who was like, I listening to? Someone's not making it out. Somebody put up a movie. theory the other day that I didn't buy into at first but started making sense to me was that uh, Han Solo was actually the one who... Oh, I saw this. Who that, yeah. turned the lightsaber on? What? But I'm trying to think yeah. what the basis Wait, of the theory. Wait, is this a self-sacrificial thing? Well, yeah, it it, it it had something to do with the the actual dialogue, you know, where Kylo's like, "Help me, you know, I need you to help me here," and all that kind of stuff, and and it was basically, you don't you don't see his hand, and yeah, it, it was basically it was basically implying that in that moment, Han Solo knew that the only chance that Kylo ever had to coming back to the light side would be to go as dark as possible first and see mm-hmm. the error of his ways. Mm. Something along those lines. Again, yeah. I think so. Yeah, it's a stretch. How would they explain that? Who knows? But yeah. hey, you never know. Hey, okay. Get yeah, I'm not sure. Plane. I'm buying that. I was trying to think of it. I was like, okay, so it's like a <laughs> it's a, re- it's a reach for sure. Yeah. yeah, messianic, like whatever. But it's not. Hey, we're in the age of theories. Everything has a theory. Yeah, it's um, a fun theory. Cool. Uh, tagging on to the Star Wars talk, you guys know that Friday night of Dragon Con is Force Friday. Oh, don't stress oh, me is out. It? Yeah, are we yeah. gonna leave? Oh, was it last year too? Yeah. Or was the year before? It was because I remember. I remember Dude. the BB-8 came out and everyone was like, yeah. "We were at Dragon Con and, and that we saw it pop up." Movie. Yeah. Dude, 
I bet that we need to organize a group of people to like go out to a Walmart. But I'm not leaving. I'm not going to leave Dragon Con. Well, the problem is the closest Toys R Us to Dragon well, because that would be the most fun place oh, yeah. to do it. The, mm-hmm. the closest Toys R Us to Dragon Con is 25 minutes. Oh, yeah. But we'll be at Dragon Con partying with the Ghostbusters. But to anybody out there who's going to go to the midnight release of all the new toys, I don't take know. pictures and post them in group therapy. Yeah, because we're going to want to see them. a video or something. Yeah. It's not very far away. Uh, all the new first wave of The Last Jedi figures are coming out, mm-hmm. new Black Series. There's going to be some new. You know, lightsabers, and then you were talking about you saw something. Was it forces of? Is it the force of destiny? Forces of destiny. Forces of destiny. Yeah, they're like uh, doll figures, but they're so cute. You saw? I walked past. I was like, ooh. Like I made went ooh. Okay. Yeah, like they are cute. They're like all (laughs) Princess Leia, but oh wait, no, I think there was one. um, What's her name from Sabine? From um, Rebels. Rebels. We watched so much Rebels at one point, and then we kind of stopped. But it's good. Um, <laughs> dude, yeah, those toys are cute, and it's, like, good for girls and, like, good for everybody because I like them. They look really good. There and I'm go. excited about the Black Series stuff. And I'm stressed because, yeah, it's like I'm not going to leave Dragon Con, like I just said, but all of y'all who are not going to Dragon Con, please, like, go for me and have a good time. <laughs> good dance. Yeah, buy a toy for me. Don't, you know, just buy doubles. There you go. Um, Guys, speak, speaking of that uh, Spiro BB-8, do you remember when that thing came out and like everybody was like scrambling to find one and they sold out and then they were hard to get for a while? Uh, price was hiked way up. Yeah. Yeah, they were like super expensive. Um, I was in Walmart yesterday on clearance for 60 bucks. Whoa. Yeah. Wal- Walmart also has the remote control R2-D2 that was like 100 bucks, knocks down to 30 or 40 bucks. Oh, man. Ooh, I want that. Oh, hey, dude. listen. If Walmart's making it tough. Guys, let's go. Listen. Yeah. A little bit of a, if you're a collector out there, if you're new into collecting, if, if you've never thought about buying a toy before, but you start listening to our podcast mm-hmm. and you have the sudden urge to just spend all of your disposable income on toys, mm-hmm. here's a little thought. Mm-hmm. A little trick of the trade. Got it. Right before a new movie comes out in a series, you're going to start seeing all of the old stuff being pushed off the shelves, all the old stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So over the next couple of weeks, go to Target, go to Walmart. All the Rogue One stuff is deep discount. Just like right all now. the bathing suits are on sale right now. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a season change. It's a season change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, you can get the Rogue One 6-inch Black Series figures at Target for four ninety five. Whoa. Those are twenty twenty five dollar figures marked down oh. to five bucks. So if you need Cassian, if you need uh Jin Erso, yeah. uh go go pick yeah. them up. You don't need an excuse. You Just don't need do an excuse. It. But I might go pick up that sphere. I mean, Jake, you have the BBA, right? Yeah, I have it. It's it's really fun to play with. It's amazing. Did you ever get like the watch? To That's what I, was, I saw the watch. No, I just I just got the regular. I got I got like one of the first when it first came out. So I know they came out with like a distressed version of it, and then they did the watch and all that. I just have the regular BB-8, and you can like control it with an app on your phone. Okay, that's cool. cute. Well, yeah. maybe we'll have to pick one of those up, play yeah. with it at Dragon Con. I want the watch. You want the watch to wear it. Uh, before we move on to any user stress, because we did have some good suggestions, mm-hmm. and we do appreciate you guys. You're helping us out. It's a slow news week. What yeah, can we say? Thanks. Um, it was funny that there was no Ghostbusters news, really. No. Actually, that's not true. Because I posted um, there Tell. was the yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the animated RGB. Yeah, they're putting out the. Uh, well, I feel like all the stuff's been released before, but they're doing volumes has, one through yeah. ten, real Ghostbusters on DVD, mm-hmm. October third. Guys, 
October is going to be a good month for Ghostbusters. Oh, you know it. Right? We got yes. the the Ninja Turtle crossover figures. We've got the comic book. The new comic series. Mm-hmm. We've got real Ghostbusters on There's, DVD. Yeah, the Spirit Store. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we oh, should dude. talk about that real quick. Yeah, we should. Abby, you want to take the lead on this? Uh, totally. I came home today after shopping for Dragon Con costume stuff, and there were two huge boxes in our driveway, and I took them inside and opened them up, and... They were from uh, Spirit Halloween. One was the uh, Slimer, which is like an actual scale to the Slimer from the original Ghostbusters, I'd say. Like, I feel like he's... It might be a little bit smaller, but... Maybe a touch smaller, but definitely, like, more so than when you look at the NECA Slimer. It's like, oh, this is, like... You want to hug him and, like, give him... Like, you can give, like, a good cuddle because he's not that big. Um... (laughs) And he's adorable, and like uh, it's it's a good Slimer face, you know. I'm I'm pleased with it. Uh, also, Spirit sent us the uh, proton pack, the new. Um, who made that? Spirit. Yeah, Spirit Halloween <laughs> made that proton made pack. Yeah. I think that's how it works. It looks really good. I haven't taken it out of package yet. I had someone message me on Instagram because I posted uh, a little box break in my story, um, asking if I was going to open it up and try it out, which I. I think we will at some point because I think we have to take it out as the giveaway. Well, but yeah, these are both we're giving them away at Dragon Con at, during PKA Surge as prizes uh, for our raffle. So if you're going to Dragon Con, sign up. Yeah, so we uh, we partnered with uh, Ghost Corps actually put us in contact with Spirit Halloween and we're partnering up with them to give away some of their new stuff at Dragon Con. So uh, uh, it was really cool. They sent they sent us some of that stuff and. Um, so, haven't got a chance to look at the Proton Pack up close yet. The Slimer is very cool. I think it retails for like 80 bucks. And when I first heard that, I was like, man, that seems kind of expensive. But when, when you see it and you hold it, you'll, yeah. you'll kind of get it. Like The paint job's pretty good. paint like, job's good. You can hang it off the, likeness is off decent. the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Very cool. Thank you, Spirit Halloween. Yeah, uh, thanks, Spirit. PKE Surge is coming up. Uh, Jake, I sent you some pictures. That some people hear good. it. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. Like, I mean, <laughs> Abby was joking that like, so many Slimers are, like, bad-looking, and there are a lot of bad ones. And this <laughs> one's not perfect, but it looks cool, and, like, I'm going to I'm gonna buy one when they come yeah. out. Yeah. I said the Island of Misfit Slimers. I wanted them all in a T-shirt. What has been the worst Slimer ever released? Uh, Jake's Slimer mask. <laughs> oh, you know it. Is it yeah, that ba- I mean, Sorry, yeah. Jake. It's cool, though. You some of the... Some of the plushies over the last five years, like the Dave and Buster's ones, have been kind of you know, yeah, kind of weird looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm hey. sitting here trying to think. We should, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go through there, all yeah. my Ghostbuster stuff, take pictures of every Slimer I have, and we'll do we'll we'll make a spreadsheet. We'll uh, okay. we'll 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 give them a, a count. You know, one through whatever. Worst you know, we'll rank Slimer. them. Yeah, yes. and we'll we'll mm. see which what the I worst one is. I got a submission. That little white Slimer that glows in the dark. I think it's like a Titan yeah. minifigure. I don't like that one. I love that. It's like a maggot. No, I don't like that it's white. A maggot. No, sorry. I like it because it's like the uh, the, the white airhead. Like you don't know what flavor. it is. Oh, mystery! Yeah. I love that because then um, it's like oh, I didn't know. If you don't I don't like think it. I've ever told this story on the podcast. So I used to have the the dancing Slimer, the electronic oh, one. Oh, dude! That Nick yeah. put out. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I like this. So I sold it a couple years ago. I think I sold it on GB Fans to Adam Nori, who mm. I think he listens to the podcast. If not, then... Can you please tell us how you bought it? Yes, this is the best part. So Abby and myself were at a uh, a small toy convention in Atlanta, uh, which has gotten bigger over the years. Yeah, it's respectable. Joe-Lana. Uh-huh. Um, I think mm-hmm. they're actually changing the name to Toy-Lana, because oh, cool. it used to be only G.I. Joe, and it's expanded. So Gotcha. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
this was kind of like I was starting to collect some Ghostbusters stuff, but not super into it. But we went and they had some like celebrity, quote unquote, celebrity guests, mm. you know, some small comic book artists and stuff. And we get there and they had some wrestlers, some pro wrestlers. And I noticed one of the wrestlers uh, to all of our wrestling fans out there that was signing autographs was a uh, Raven. Yes. Ravens um, Did he have his flock with him? So we flocked over there. No, did not have his flock with him. But for those of you, quick history, Raven uh, was a very popular wrestler in the 90s. Uh, started off in ECW, ended up going to WCW, was a world champion. Uh, and his whole his gimmick was that he was grunge, right? So oh, like he would yeah. wear like... Gross and dirty. Yeah, yeah, that was like his whole thing. Oh, got uh, it. So... Uh, I was like, well, that's cool that Raven's here. Maybe I'll hey, get him on. He's a podcaster now, guys. No, aren't we all? We should talk uh, to him. Well, should we plug it? What's his podcast called? I got to find out. Hold on. The Raven Effect. Go. There you go. Nice. Uh, which is, that's another story for another day. So, Raven was there signing autographs. I was like, well, that'd be kind of cool to get a photo op. He's like this guy. But as we walked to his table, I noticed that like he had a lot of <laughs> stuff out <laughs> Like, yeah. random things. It, like, was it his merch? Raven's well, yard sale. <laughs> but there were some so, clothes for sale. So, like, you know when you go up to, like, a celebrity's uh, table or booth at a convention, they usually have, like, some of their a own... A handler? Yeah, they have some shirts, some 8 by 10 some of their own memorabilia. Yeah. And you pick out what you want to get signed. Package. You have yeah. your interaction, and then you go. Raven had, like, a couple suitcases of, yard like, sale. jeans and T-shirts. Yeah. And, wow. uh... A table full of like knickknacks and like it looked like a flea market or a yard sale. But so he had good stuff. Some good he stuff. Had really good stuff. One of the things that he was selling was this dancing slimer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I go up and, and you're like, first of all, I'm torn because I want to meet you. Yeah, I'm like, hey but man, I also want your slimer. Are you selling this slimer? And he's like, yeah, it's really cool. And he picks it up and he starts like selling it to me. He's mm-hmm. like, check this out. And he, like, wow. clicks the button it does the song and the, the Ghostbusters and the dance. And I'm like, yeah, I I know right. what it does. Like, <laughs> Nine-year-old you. So we ended up negotiating a deal where I got the Slimer and a picture with him for, like, 25 bucks or something like that. Now, yeah. uh, God, that seems like the weirdest, like, interaction with a sort of celebrity ever. It was it was. I feel like it was one of those that got us hooked too to going to that convention and just other conventions in general. Because like I love that. I kind think of stuff. his whole I thing was like, that. "Hey, I'm gonna go sign autographs and pictures, but like, I need to make some money. So if people are selling some stuff, I guess I'll just sell some stuff too." Yeah, dude. So all this yeah, leads that, that was pocket. that was probably everything he even owns. <laughs> <laughs> that was his whole life. Oh my god. Oh. So what? <laughs> What like, it, well, you're there. You're going to make money. So I wish more have. celebrities did. Like, imagine, okay, let's say we're going to go meet Richard Dreyfus at Spooky Empire. If he had a stack of T-shirts that were his, that he was just like, hey, I'm selling these for 20 bucks a pop. I'm well, buying Rich- all of them. I'm selling them on eBay to Jake. Who's going to buy them? As a, like, <laughs> I feel package. like fans are so crazy about the people they like. Like, moving on. We've covered Raven. Yes. We've covered Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Quoted Raven. Quoted Raven. <laughs> we will never do it again. Never more. Before we move on to user stress, and I'm going to throw this to Jake. Oh, what? We've been talking about mm-hmm. a little movie that's coming out. What's that? It's coming out. There's a movie coming out based on... Uh, talking, talking about Dark Tower? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Gunslinger. There's a movie coming out mm. by an author we all like. I'm not talking about R.L. Stein. Mm. Talking about a little... Goosebumps. 
Yeah. Mm. Uh, it, it's on the way. Yes. Yeah, it's coming. Oh, and, God. Uh, How could you not know at this point? It's everywhere. The marketing is ramping up. Yeah. They've, yeah. Uh, they've, they're pushing this movie very hard, and there's a couple experiences coming to a... Uh, uh, well, it's not coming to us. No. Unfortunately. Not close enough, at least. Jake, you no. want to catch us up on what's going on here? Oh, boy. So they had... Um, Comic-Con had the, the dairy um, school bus that had, uh, you know, the virtual reality experience um, on the inside. And they announced shortly after that that was going to go on a tour. And we were like, hey, you know, we were like, hey, you know what? Atlanta's a major city. It's probably it would probably hit Atlanta, right? Yeah, there are kids here. Yeah, there's kids in Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they posted, um, I guess, God, it was maybe yesterday. um, They posted the the tour dates. Um, On Twitter. It's only it's only hitting like six cities. Uh, Closest place to us is Miami. And it's this month. It's, It's for only one day. And it's this coming Monday, mm. and uh, we're probably not going to make it. <laughs> we're, oh, we're going, buddy. Uh, um, I, I mean, I th- I thought about going. It's my, Miami is like a seven hour drive. Um, I'm off on Monday. I don't have to go to work, but I was like, I would have to either drive seven hours the night before, stay the night, and then drive seven hours home Monday night and then have to work to it just seems like like on no sleep go through the most terrifying virtual reality experience ever. It's probably it's away. probably yeah, it's probably ten minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah. Yeah. Fuck that. I but But dude, yeah. wherever that bus ends up permanently, like I wanna find it. Well, here's the thing. On let me look at these dates app. Roll down real quick. Scrolling on down. So um I'm looking at it right yeah. there. So they're going to be in Austin on the 10th and 11th. Then they're going to be in Miami. Now, I'm not a geographic expert. But isn't it going to cross through? It's going to come through Atlanta and Valdosta. So all we're saying is yeah, yes, it's have going some to drive through family members if you see it. Just tell us where it is. We'll, we'll just come yes. there. If you see cause a distraction, we'll jump on the bus. If you see the it, if you see the dairy it bus, mm-hmm. what I'm thinking is just it, jump out in the street. It's a Fast and the Furious situation. Mm-hmm. The three of us, we Ooh, corner the bus on the interstate. Yes. It's gotta stop yes. for gas. Yes, some... I'm gonna drop through the roof. It's gonna be no. Great. It'll be like speed. We'll tell them there's a bomb on the bus and they mm-hmm. have to drive to Jake's house. It's perfect. So and it's leave it there <laughs> permanently. You have to go under 50 miles an hour and leave it at Jake's house so we could just do the... Now, here's let's, let's talk about these things honestly. It sounds very cool. It's probably, like, okay. Right? Yeah, I read some articles. I think BleedingCool.com said that it was, like, a little underwhelming because, like, you... Apparently at San Diego Comic-Con, they have, like, people walking around with raincoats and red balloons that were, like, ushering you towards this, like, in kind of a creepy way. And then once you got on, like, it's a little bit fake scary. Like, they have, like burst of like mist or something like sprays at you and then you sit down and put the uh the mm-hmm. goggles or whatever the headgear on um and then they said you basically go down in like the sewers and like do some exploration and then pennywise like makes a big scary appearance at the very end so i mean now i want to go i want to do that now no, i want to go so <laughs> we're gonna go we're just gonna go um to miami but yeah beyond that experience the other one i know you were kind of taking this shake but the uh the house on Nebolt Street or mm-hmm. Nebolt I don't know how people It's Nebolt. Nebolt good. Uh yeah, John your cable was posting pictures and like sending us pictures. They're constructing that right now like out in LA. Um 
and it looks amazing. Like, I think there's two floors done. It's going to be the house, like, I guess based on from the movie, from the book, and uh, it's going to have, like, actors and, like, a haunted house, like a full-on experience. So yeah, I'm really mad that we can't get out there for that, but that one's definitely impossible because it's on the other side of the country. But isn't it going to be a permanent fixture somewhere? I think I read that. Um, yeah, somebody said um, that it is, it's going to be moved, I guess, once it's done, and it will be permanently put, I guess, on the Warner Brothers lot or something like that. Yeah, yeah but I wonder, is it like going to be the full attraction, or they're just going to put the house there? Oh, probably just the house. Like, yeah. it, it'd just be the house. I doubt yeah. that the attraction will be permanent. But Dude, the attraction you, goes you, from August 14th to September 10th. Like, I feel like our window is... It's we just got too, Dragon Con. Yeah, we have Dragon Con. We can't do it. We're going to have our own house party float we're all gonna yeah. float yeah. we're all gonna get in the You'll fountain float and we're gonna float Dude. in that fountain jake yeah. you've been in the fountain yeah in the fountain, in the fountain once yeah <laughs> Dude, I'm in the fountain. now i am gonna do my georgia costume it's so easy i can't not do it what do you need it's a raincoat and a balloon where are you gonna find a, balloon? a fountain some, sewer, um, some drains so yeah they're ramping up the uh the the promotion for it and i know annabelle comes out this weekend and they're doing a four oh. minute uh preview of it right yep yeah uh, i gotta so we're gonna email. go muscle through that i'm on some email. is that wait when it, is that tomorrow i think so <laughs> shit it probably showed tonight right well i think it comes out friday so it comes out friday so it's tomorrow then huh yeah i think uh <laughs> i got an email from some warner brothers mailing list offering me free passes to annabelle hmm. you take it so you can yeah, go watch so... that preview and then get the fuck out of there well what if yeah, i want to see annabelle Oh, well, if you want to watch it, sure. Yeah. I mean, if it's free, I guess. I heard it was pretty scary. Um, speaking of house attractions, I don't know if Halloween Horror Nights in Universal Orlando is going to have these, but I saw that Universal in Los Angeles is going to have the Halloween house, the Nightmare on Elm Street house, and the Chucky house. Oh, shit. Dude, that's cool. So. I, saw that, I saw that they're doing... Um, they announced that they're going to do a, a house that's almost like a maze kind of thing, but it's going to be like, it's called like Titans of Terror or something like that. Okay. And it's, mm-hmm. it's Leatherface, um, Jason and Freddie. And they will be like, you know, you know how when uh, it's like, instead of having one house, that's like all Halloween or whatever, it's going to be one house that has multiple scares from, from the different guys. And it said that Chucky was going to be, like uh, like the host of it, C-H-U-C-K. like he like he would be your host or something. That's so cool. this is really silly. I remember Jake. You might remember. I know Abby remembers this. Um, growing up, like in the South, a lot of around Halloween. Oh, you're talking about Rapture Force. Yeah, uh, uh, around Rapture. Halloween, uh, all the churches would do like their own tribulation trail. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm talking about, Tribulation Trail. Yeah, I was, I was part and, of that. And uh, Hell House. So a lot yep. of the, the local churches would put on their own version of uh, terror in the form of, like, the end of the world and the second coming of Jesus. And uh, what do they call it? End of Days? Mm-hmm. Armageddon? Yeah. The Apocalypse. Rapture. Yeah, the rapture, rapture. All that shit. Tribulation. So there was a thing at this one church down. The Book of Revelations. The, by, by where I was. It was called the Tribulation Trail. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it was, like, basically a haunted hayride. And it was about, like, the end of the world and the rapture. But what was so stupid, it was like, Jason would be on it. Oh. <laughs> what? So, yeah. they're basically, like, you'd be on a, on the hayride, 
they'd be going through and they'd be like, this is the end of times, it's Armageddon, Lucifer has taken over, the rapture's happened, will your soul be safe? But also Jason's here to oh, kill teenagers. Jason Voorhees, Jason Voorhees, don't have sex for your camp Yeah, culture. right? Like they're um, just going to cherry pick and like act like that's okay? Or are they just assuming like this is also sinful to us, so we're going to throw it in here and it's going to be part of like <laughs> the evil and the demonic activity at the end of the world. Also, unprotected sex is not good because they always have like one of those weird like make you feel bad for being yeah. a human being parts. Oh, yeah. I remember all They're that really good at yeah, that. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But now that I said all that, if they still do that, we're going. We're definitely all going. Like, I'm going I, on that. Dude, we're going to make like one. I, I feel like there there used to be a documentary on Netflix that was, like, specifically about those places and maybe one in general. And I, I remember watching it. And um, Well, Abby bought this VHS at the uh, Goodwill a couple months oh, ago. Oh, yeah. I've been yeah. saving it because, like, I put it on. We started watching it, and Craig was like, no, you have to wait for Jake to come over to Jake. This. <laughs> it is what a, is it? What so is basically, it's amazing. It's called, like, The Secret History of Halloween, and it looks like it's, like, oh, it's just, like, a fun video about Halloween, but five minutes into it, you realize that it's a Christian anti-Halloween video. Uh, but it's also got amazing. a bunch of great footage of, like, Halloween stores, like, during whatever, the late 80s, early 90s, and, yeah. like, all the costumes and shit, and it's specifically about, like, the horror movie, like, uh, influence and, like, popularity and rise of those, and how it's bad and, like, demonic, etc., which I grew up listening to stuff about that. Like, I grew up thinking that Dungeons and Dragons was demonic. Like, I listened to and had books, and I remember having, like, a comic book about the end of the world, and, like, you know, 666 and the number of the beast and all that kind of stuff, and, like, Halloween was looked at as a terrible, frightening thing, which I guess is why deep down I still took forever to like sit down and watch a lot of the horror movies that I have. But like having watched them, I'm like, dude, this shit is hilarious and harmless and awesome. And I feel like there's no problem with like as long as a kid can handle it. Dude, I like in this shit. episode we've taken on North Korea and now we're taking on the church. I don't give a fuck, y'all. <laughs> um, I hated those hay rides. I never even got to go to like the Tribulation Force stuff or Tribulation Trail. I keep saying Tribulation, tribulation Force. I it's our new animated series, guys. <laughs> coming out next fall <laughs> oh shit uh no but i definitely pined after that stuff and what i love about the vhs the way i am now so you know how old vhs uh videos like that are the, the production's really bad and the volume will like go up and down so like it'll be like a shot of like uh, a halloween store and people buying like freddy masks and jason masks mm-hmm. and then it cuts back to the woman who's now extremely loud and she's like People seem to think that these yeah. slasher flicks, and it's like it's really funny. So we'll, yeah. we'll watch it together. We'll review it. Here yeah. We go. Um, okay. We've covered a lot of ground. We have. To quickly recap, we're not excited about nuclear war. Nope. We are excited about Star Wars Episode Eight. Yep. We are excited about the Tribulation Trail. Definitely. Gonna happen. We are excited to go see it, but probably won't make it to the VR experience. Uh huh. Tribulation Force, upcoming cartoon. Edward Furlong's dress. You know. All of it. Now, talking to him soon. I think you could call this episode a hodgepodge. Yeah. It's a like I said, it's a slow news week. So what we did was, on Yes Have Some Group Therapy, our Facebook page, we said, Hey, what is stressing you out? Let us know your number one stress. And uh, we'll cover it on the episode, right? Covered it. We're going to cover it. Uh, now, Jake, what, what did you think? Did we get some good suggestions? We got a couple, yeah. Um, I don't have it right in front of me, so no, thanks okay. for throwing it. that to me. But there was some good stuff in there. <laughs> that's okay. Um, one thing that you notice, a lot of people mentioned things that we've already kind of covered. So something Yeah, it was a lot, there was a lot of Dragon Con. There was a lot of It. And, and you know, those are, those are both things we've been talking a lot about. 
people talked about Dragon Con, people talked about it, and people also mm-hmm. talked about like somebody was like, uh, my kid starts kindergarten tomorrow, and then one person was saying uh, they're they're having their first son, which yeah. I don't know if any of us are qualified to talk about that. No, um, not at all. Sorry, dude. I think my favorite one, and I won't name their name, but somebody said uh, uh, a lady who I don't know who this person is commented, and she just said uh, the new boyfriend. Yes. Hey, call in. Let's let's hear about him. Oh well, yeah. Let's talk about let's this get for Dr. a second. We'll, we'll open this. up the we'll open up the lines. Love we'll, line. Let, without knowing any information, what do you think is stressing her out about this new boyfriend? Mm. I don't know. Maybe he's a jerk. Maybe he doesn't like all her toys. Oh. Oh. That could be it. On uh, the shelves, you well, know. Well, what's the, like what maybe what if he's really tall and like she's short? Maybe it's that. I mean, she well, can't reach him. Maybe we should get her on the show. I don't think that's going to happen. Oh. Um I don't think yes half some needs to move into just taking on people's like actual stress. Personal life advice. Right. Yeah. We're, yeah. We, we call it group therapy. We're not getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're not licensed. My favorite was somebody was like, I don't think the second uh, it trailer lives up to the first one. And Jake goes, pass. <laughs> oh, Jake's like, not a winner. Um, okay, cool. So I, I had two that I picked out that were, that I think would be good topics for us to kind of close out the show. Since, yeah. Um, We've been we've been going so cool. The first one, what, did you have something you want to? No, talk? I like that. You I like that I'm setting up. It's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the other thing a lot of people talked about. I guess let's talk about this one. Uh, the SNES Classic is coming out mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. Uh, the NES Classic came out last year. It was like a miniature re-release of the original Nintendo. It mm-hmm. came like with 30 games built into it. Yeah. Uh, it was very popular. It's a super deluxe. Very yeah. hard to get. Um, and they discontinued it. Now they're doing the Super Nintendo. Same deal. Uh, comes with 30 games, comes with the controllers. Hook it up to your modern TV. Uh, the thought is that the pre-orders are going to start, and it's going to be very stressful to obtain this because the demand is so high and the production is low. So none of us are big gamers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I play video games. I wouldn't call myself a gamer. Yeah, no. Growing up, my brother is a huge gamer, and, like, I played, like, PC, like, uh, EverQuest a little bit, okay. and, like, I played Kirby's Dreamland, but oh, that's fun. I played The Sims, but no, I was never, like, a hardcore gamer. Jake, what's your gaming uh, history? Um, same. I- I've never played a whole lot of games, but um, there-, there are a few here and there that I really like to play, and if I, the-, the Super Nintendo is probably what I spent most time on. Okay. okay. So, yeah. so maybe this is something that would interest you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's 80 bucks. It's going to be available September 29th. And I think the reason why people thought we would be good people to maybe talk about this is because... It's this in is, that pocket. It's, in the po- it's, in, it's like Mondo, right? It's going to be hard to get. And what's going to happen is the day it comes out, all the people who don't get theirs are going to turn to social media to complain about how stupid it is. Robot. Roll call. <laughs> that they didn't get one. So, so mad. Um, I don't really know where to go with it other than to anybody out there who's going to pre-order it or try to get one, we wish you the best. Good luck. Good luck. Let it ain't going to happen. Yeah. It's not, you're Those not going to get one. Dude, the the whenever the classic, <laughs> the Nintendos Chase came pass. out, I remember, <laughs> well, I remember like when those, when the Nintendos came out, I was like, "Hey, that's kind of cool. I would buy. I would buy one of those. Like, I, you know, there's some games on there that are fun to play. And then it was like, it was insane. Like they they sold so quickly. And then the secondary market was ridiculous. They're like yeah. so expensive. And uh, now that the Super Nintendo's coming out, I was like, oh, you know what? I would rather have the Super Nintendo than the classic. 
it's going to be just as bad. You know, it's right. going to it's going to sell out just as. I mean, unless unless they they have learned from how many they released of maybe maybe they didn't realize it was going to be that big of a hit. And maybe they'll put more out. Maybe they're manufacturing more and they'll be like, you know what? Let's make sure that doesn't right. happen. Uh-huh. Or or the same thing's going to happen. Who knows? So right. I think one of the big selling points, too, is it comes with Star Fox 2, which was a game that was never released. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's cool. That's pretty um, cool. And I remember I like Star that. Fox 64 was a really good game. So It was fun. Hey, get that rumble pack, get a little mm. vibration. Ooh, good vibrations. There you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like it. Um, it's good. It's just good. I just like that. Um, so yeah, one thing, one thing that's really f- <laughs> funny and annoying about these things are the people who get on. Anytime you see a post about uh, the SNES Classic or the NES Classic when it came out, was people who get on and go, you know, you could just play those games on an emulator. Like I already have all of those. Yeah. Like yeah. when people do that, it's like you're missing the point. Mm-hmm. Like. The, yeah, maybe you could play those games on an emulator, but this is a new product being put out by Nintendo. And if you're a gamer... It feels like the old product. Yeah, if you're a gamer or a collector mm-hmm. and you want the things that Nintendo puts out, you, it's it's why we buy steelbooks of Blu-rays we already own, mm-hmm. right? None of yeah. us ever have to buy a Blu-ray. We could always... Oh, but the hunt for it yeah. and finally attaining it and the, like, exclusive art on the cover and, like, just the cool, like, satisfaction of holding that cold steelbook, it's good. So James Gunn on his Facebook yesterday, so Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 was released yesterday digitally, and it comes out on DVD and Blu-ray in a couple weeks. And James Gunn made a post about it, was like, hey, everybody, if you want to watch Guardians with all the special features, you can buy it now on iTunes, Amazon, uh, or you can wait... Uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll be releasing the physical copies. And some woman responded, was like, and it was really poorly written. She goes, you trying to sell me DVDs, question mark? I like the movie, but I'm not buying it. Oh. And James Gunn responded, goes, thank you so much for your input. Oh, God, he's so great. Um, but that's the internet. That's what people do. Yeah. They, they need to make sure that they let everyone know what they're doing and not doing. Dude, I love that he like opens himself up to like that floodgate of just weird shit from people and that he does like AMAs and like Facebook live and all that kind of stuff. Hey, it's... James Gunn does a lot of interaction. I like yeah, that. it's very cool. Um, so that was one of the uh, things that was pointed out. Uh, and I'm, I don't want to give credit to just one person because a lot of people talked about the SNES. Um but the one that I found that I wanted to do for our first ever user stress. And it came from Mikey Wood. Mm-hmm. So Mikey Wood says, and I quote, the threat of nuclear annihilation is pretty scary. Yeah. We already covered that. So we're gonna yeah, that. given. But he says, honestly, I'm really stressed out by feeling like a nerd outcast because I truly enjoy things people seem to despise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so welcome the, to the podcast. Yeah, welcome to uh like the recent DC movies, mm. it brings me down. So now we we've got a listener. Mm-hmm. We've got somebody out there who likes yes have some group therapy, likes yes have some podcasts who's saying I have some stress. I like things like the DC movies that everybody else hates. I feel like we're stressing them out because we talk shit on the DC movies. Oh, so this is our fault. Yes, we've I actually like, caused Yes, this it's us causing it. Yes. So I don't want to put anybody on the spot. I've been trying to rack my brain myself. Is there ever been a situation where you really like something that is gen like generally not enjoyed by the masses? And how have you dealt with that? 
Mm. I mean, I obvious know. being, I, I always say the same thing with this. I like Batman Forever. I did a Batman Forever costume. A lot of people don't like it. I had conversations with people while I was in costume saying that that movie is like a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I kind of know that that it is a piece of shit, but I like that about it. But when it comes to loving something that you actually defend that other people, it's not like you like it out of like an ironic Right, you just like it. Yeah, you just really like it. Like, that's, I understand that's a stressful thing to deal with. I'd have to put, like, maybe some more thought into it. Well, I think dealing with it, so, like, he he said, I feel like an outcast, right? So, like, he loves Batman vs. Superman, Mm -hmm. right? And Man of Steel uh, and Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Like, the first thing I would say to him is... That's what makes you an individual. That's awesome. I was going to say you're wrong, but let's go with yours. (laughs) Uh, uh, A little bit of both. I think that that's just part of fandom. We all have things that we uh, gravitate to, that yeah. we're attracted to, that we love. Sometimes you can't even explain it. So I would say, like, if other people are talking shit about the stuff you like, who gives a fuck, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like, even if right. it's us. Like, yeah. I feel like I more fall into the category of really disliking something that a lot of people like. It's the For same. instance, Rick and Morty. I can't get oh. into the show. I don't know. I feel like somewhere in my heart, like there's something about it that I, I just I can't get past. Like maybe it's a negativity factor or something. Maybe okay. it's like a personal grievance or something. But like <laughs> the show irks me and I have tried to sit down and watch it and I know how much people love it. So I feel like I'm probably going to get shit for even saying this. But Mikey, <laughs> I feel you because I feel alone right now, like a sore thumb that's sticking out because I feel like I'm one of the only people who feels this way. When everyone else is feeling the other way about like a, a pop culture thing. So. I mean, I'm kind of indifferent to Rick and Morty. I've, I've seen a couple episodes. I feel like if I sat down and just watched it, I'd probably enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're an animation fan. Mm-hmm. And you have shows that you've absolutely... Bob's Burgers. Bob's yeah. Burgers. You absolutely. love Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers, yeah. Um, so that's kind of the same conundrum. Like you're saying that there's something that you hate that, every, think, yeah. that everybody loved. Yeah. When he's saying there's something he loves that he feels like everybody hates. So yeah. it's kind of the kind of the same thing awesome. so what would you tell him though i mean like uh wave your freak flag and like be yourself and who cares fuck everybody like what you like for your own reasons and if it makes you happy and if it makes your heart sing then get into it and if you know martha's your mom and that's your thing that's great dude like yeah stand Preach behind it, it. I, I like it. it's great I mean, that'll make Ben Affleck feel better, and I think he needs it right now. So why don't you tweet him? I think he would appreciate the good feedback. Uh, cool. I like that. I, I've been trying to rack my brain. I mean, there's things that I really like that, like, aren't the, like, I love the movie uh, Point Break. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people like the movie Point Break, mm-hmm. but I don't like it ironically. Like, I just love it. I think mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um, so I think it's something we've all gone through even ghostbusters 2 to some extent like i love 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 right that's a really good example finally yeah the one like obvious choice well jake you love ghostbusters 2 i love ghostbusters 2 it's amazing but people do talk shit about there's like whole articles about how it's really bad Mm -hmm. yeah fuck (laughs) them guys can we answer the call we kind of went through that (laughs) we don't have to go through that that. we're not no we're done Uh, Um, yeah, I think fuck them. Mikey, there's your advice from Yes Some Officially, yeah. fuck them. Yeah, exactly. Um, sounds good. Cool. And we're helping people. We're helping people one yeah. at a time. Yeah. Um, maybe we could start doing this. Uh, we we kind of have like late notice on this one. So yeah. in well, the future, mm-hmm. if you want something uh, for us to cover on the show, something stressing you out, 
something you want our opinion on, let us know on Yes, have some group therapy. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Sounds good. Yeah, it sounds like a good point. We'll do it. Okay, cool. So we're going to wrap it up. We actually covered a lot of ground more than I was expecting on a slow news week, as yeah. I said a couple times. Yeah. Um, do not forget, facebook.com slash yes, have some cast. That's where you can find us. That's where you can link to uh, Yes, Have Some Group Therapy. And then, of course, Twitter, Instagram, at YHS Podcast. Get on there. Interact. Let us know what you got going on. And uh, let us know what conventions you got coming up, what costumes you're wearing, what autographs you're getting, and what toys you're buying. Yeah. I liked that. You liked it? It was smooth. I didn't even practice Yeah. You should Um, want to write that down. (laughs) Anything else before we sign off, guys? Dude. Nope. 23 days till Dragon Con. I'm oh my god. Out. That's really stressful. Dude, I know. I can't wait to see everyone and eat pizza. There's gonna be some pizza. Make videos. <clears throat> Alright, well, for, I'm losing my voice. We'll see. Yeah. He closes out. Yeah. I'm Thanks for coming. Here. Thanks for stopping by the podcast, guys. We love you. Uh, if uh, Batman v Superman is your Batman movie, that's okay. <laughs> uh, there's always room for more on the podcast. And uh, we love you. Okay. This is how it is, like when you're trying to get off the phone with your boyfriend. <laughs> like, no, you hang off. You hang off. Gotta go, mom. I gotta go, I gotta go mom. Mom, mom right. get off the phone. She's clicking in. I can hear her clicking. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Stop saying what you were just saying. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Zero, just seconds left.